to his back, back, back. Whoa, it's all coming out now, isn't it? Oh, you finally did it. It feels like an impossible task, it and it makes everything else so much more difficult, doesn't it? And the thing that I find the best about this is the fact that... If you're anything like us, you are probably still feeling the aftermath of time off over Christmas and your sleep is probably all over the place. And we are certainly feeling it. Lots of clients are feeling it too. So if you're struggling, you're not alone and hopefully today's episode will help. We are back. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Are you buzzing to be again. back? Jennifer's back, 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 tell a friend. Right, if I'd have known you were going to do that. Get Sue's back, get Sue's back. If I'd have known you were going to do this, right, I wouldn't have spent all that time getting a fancy new intro, editing the fancy new intro, cutting the fancy new intro. You could have just used me as the fancy new intro. Right, you have this last week when I was putting all that hard work in. Sorry. Hey, it's good though, isn't it? How do you know? Look, we've up leveled. We keep saying that we're not going to. We're raw, we don't edit it, and now we're editing. We've got our own intro. And we're recording it, are you? Uh, oh, I said to you then, should we be looking at the camera? And you said no, and you've looked at it 15 times already. Well, just a bit of both, mix it up. <laughs> right, if you listen to this on the podcast... So you can now watch us on YouTube, is I, the exciting thing. So I was just going to say, if you listen to on the podcast, you're wondering what the hell's going on. We are now on YouTube as well. We're, we're branching out. Yeah, we are. And, and, and the other exciting news. What's the other exciting news, Phil? Um, well, I don't know what the right answer is here. Because I think the other exciting news is the fact that we've got two podcasts a week. Yeah, that was it. Is that it? There's more exciting news, but that is the one that I was talking about. Waving a ring at me while saying, (laughs) tell people the exciting news. I didn't want to get the answer wrong. Wait for that one, wait for that one. All right, okay, we can tell people that later. Yeah, we're going to do two podcasts a week. So what we're going to do is, we're going to do an episode. Yes. So we ain't disappearing, but we're also going to be bringing somebody in. um, And we've actually got our first guest on next week. Yes, yes. So it depends how long it takes us to edit that and sort it out because we're not used to editing. <laughs> That's funny. I love that Jen's just said, it yeah. depends on how long it takes us to edit it because we are not going to edit it. Jen hasn't edited a podcast yet and it's episode 60. I could easily do it if you asked me to though. I've, right. got, I've told do you I'm, I'm good at tech. <laughs> you do this one then. <laughs> I'm good at tech. You're just better at it. Oh, do you know I you should do that? I do all the stuff. I do all the graphics. Is that a great so... idea? What? You take over the role of editing the video side of things. No, because I do all the graphics. And that's hard enough as it is. What graphics? All the Instagram stuff. For the podcast. And the I one we bought the... that someone else did for us. Brilliant. <laughs> right. You do the video bit, I do the audio bit. No, because the bit that people are going to see on mm. Instagram, that's the bit I'm going to do. Right. So the video. No. So you're not going to edit the video at I'm all? I'm not going to do anything. Brilliant. <laughs> it's exciting, isn't it? Right. Do you know what I am going to do? What? Going to tell people about our exciting life update. All right, go on. What have we got to... uh... Well, do you know how I kept pestering Phil on many, many podcasts Mm. to pour ring on it? Mm. Hey, oh, you finally did it. Finally did it. Very exciting. You've oh, probably God, already seen end. it on Instagram. I was going to say, it's not news. If you've come via our Instagram, you definitely already know. Yeah, but if you didn't, if you just listen to our podcast, which maybe there is somebody out there just listening to our podcasts, mm-hmm. then yeah, Phil proposed. I said, yes, yeah, shock horror. Um, and we've actually booked our wedding. It's all right, man. It's mad, and man. should we tell them the story about the date? Go on. Right, so this shall is not. we tell them? You can't wait to tell right, them. Right, so me and Phil got together on the 18th of December. Phil proposed on the 18th of December. Been together five years. Nice little romantic gesture. Thank what you for that. What a nice guy. Um, 
And in case you wanted to know, it was a complete and utter shock, which was my one thing. Just woke up, went to give him my anniversary present, and he was like, no, no, here's mine. And turns out it was a little ring. A well, little, no, a little ring, Whoa. actually. Quite a big it's ring. all coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> Pinnack. Anyway, have you told him the fancy Oh, yeah. So then when we went to book our wedding, we found our venue that we really liked, and um, it's a pub. <laughs> Bloody brilliant. <laughs> And um, when she was going through the date, she was like, we've literally not got any sat- Fridays and Saturdays for the whole year left. And we were like, are you serious? And then she was like, um, well, we said, like, what's Thursdays? What Sundays have you got? And she was like, literally give us about five dates. The last date she gave us was the 18th of December. And we were like, <gasps> it's meant to be. So we're also getting married on the 18th of December. Yeah, this year, 2022. Jen's very excited about it. Do you know what I'm really excited about? What? Uh, for the first time ever on this podcast, yeah. I've got myself a little footrest down there and it's dead comfy. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, like I put some pillows down and it's just really comfortable underfoot. Underfoot. Mm. Great. Right, should we tell them something useful now? Put pillows down underfoot. <laughs> That's useful. No, I you know need what? some pillows under my feet because I just bashed my ankle and it really hurts. <laughs> you need brought the table. Phil showed me zero sympathy. I was worried about the table. That had dropped. There's two laptops and a microphone in here. Can't afford to replace all this if you're breaking stuff. And the table. All right. This really. This is my most hated thing about Phil. Just what? in case anyone wanted to know, that when I hurt myself, which is a lot because I'm really clumsy, he asks if the inanimate object is all right instead of me. Don't call yourself an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on a genuine right. You bump into, bang, and fall over stuff. Maybe at least three to five times a minute. So it's quite difficult for me to show you so much sympathy every minute, or else I'd get no work done. Well, constantly hurting yourself. Can you do it if I'm close to tears, then, please? Yeah. Which I was before. Should we have like a rating out of 10? And you actually, can you actually just say that you were like, oh, I felt that, and still didn't ask if I was all right? (laughs) So you knew it was a bad one? No, but like, I know when it's a bad one. Cry. Yeah. There's no tears. (laughs) Do you remember over Christmas when I stepped off the couch and accidentally stepped into a bucket? And yeah. the, bu- the bucket, the bucket slid. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the bucket was there. I stepped into a bucket. The bucket slid across the floor. I ended up sliding off the couch and like decking it onto the floor, mm-hmm. basically. And then you was crying. Yeah, I was so crying. I made sure you was all right. It really hurt. Mm. Anyway, sleep. Yeah, sorry. Go on. So, um, I think it's really important to mention that. If you didn't know already, the reason your sleep is probably pretty rubbish at the minute is because Christmas and New Year just knocks you off, doesn't it? Like, yeah. And it, you probably don't really do it on purpose either. It's more a case of like, you just don't really have much structure. Structure. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of routine. There's no real kind of like anchor points throughout your day. So there's no real kind of like normal time to go to bed. There's nothing to really... Some days there's stuff to get up for, some days there's not, so you mm. just end up staying in bed a little bit longer. And so it just goes all over the place, doesn't yeah. it? And then all of a sudden it's like 3rd of January, I think it was the Monday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So like 3rd or 4th of January, Monday, Tuesday, you're back in work and you're like, this is literally the most difficult thing I've ever done in the plan ever. Like trying to get to sleep in the evening and then mm. trying to get up in the morning is so, so, so tough, isn't it? It's just... It feels like an impossible task, it ju- and it makes everything else so much more difficult, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you think we should have said that at, like, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and stuff? Because we've not said that yet. No, because it's, like, the 15th of January. Yeah, we'll be no, saying it for feel, 2022 at this rate. I feel rude, though. All right, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Tell them how to sleep better. Go on. <laughs> so, we would say the first thing to do is think about, do you have a relaxing evening routine? So, 
are you literally someone right now who goes straight from scrolling on the phone to um, trying to sleep? If so, your first step needs to be get off that phone because if we think our phone is actually stimulating our brain, it is in an excited, awake state when we're on our phone, when we're watching TV, to then switch straight from that to try and then sleep, it's it's like that conflict of interest, isn't it, in our head of like, mm. but I'm awake, I'm excited, I'm, I'm doing this. We need to create that relaxed state in order for our bodies to understand that sleep is coming, basically. Um, so often we say there's a bit of a misconception when we say phones away, no screens, people don't really see that that extends to TVs as well. Yeah, so it's like a phone down, then I'll start watching TV. Yeah, right, exactly. I'll turn the TV off, then I'll go on my iPad. Yeah. There's just so many opportunities for screens, it's mad. Yeah, it really is. And um, a great way of doing this is, like, you can set, like, timers, particularly, I, I'm sure you can, no, I've, I've looked at it for a client, you can do it on Androids as well as iPhones, but you can set, like, timers so that your uh, app's shut down after a certain time. It's just a bit of a prompt, particularly on your phone, um, that you... Um, ready to kind of start switching off relaxing a little bit i've had like clients in the past put alarms on the phones to prompt them to like turn the tv off and go and do something else just because we are humans sometimes we need that reminder to go and do what we intend to do it's just a little cue isn't it like that little trigger like oh yeah Mm, yeah i probably should start just winding down winding down um hot shower or bath like an hour before bed it's really really great because of what it the changes that happen within our body then if it's like an hour before it allows our bodies to start kind of winding down mm. uh, things like reading sleep meditations are brilliant aren't they like i guarantee you there's loads of um like sleep casts on like apple music and spotify these days but like headspace has got tons it's even got like white noise type stuff that plays all the way mm-hmm. through the night now like eight hours long which is amazing Um brain dumping is a really good one get everything out your head any kind of hobbies that you've got that like, I don't know, we've got quite a lot of clients who like crochet or like embroider and stuff like that that doesn't require you to be um, staring at some kind of screen but allows you to relax, switch off, wind down, basically. I think before we move on to the next point as well, it's really important to mention that what we're not just saying here is stop doing something because that's what so many people do. They're like, right, I'm going to stop going on my phone after eight o'clock. I'm going to stop watching TV at half past seven. I'm going to stop being on my iPad. And all these things are great. But as Jen's just said, you need to replace them with mm. something or else you'll just be sat there bored going, well, this was a terrible idea. And honestly, the best change I ever made was replacing my phone for a book. Like, it literally changed my life. Yes. Going from being sat on my phone in bed to being sat reading a book in bed has just been an absolute game changer. It's I'll be huge. honest, I've never, ever, ever struggled with sleep. And I genuinely think the reason I don't struggle with sleep is because I've always read before bed. For mm. as long as I can remember, even if it's like a page, because I'm so tired, mm. it's very, very rare that I don't read before bed. Like, usually, like, if I've been out somewhere or, like, I've got slightly out of the habit, but I would say it's never more than, like, a week or so that I don't read before bed, like... It's just so ingrained within me. And I think, like I say, that that's largely why I don't struggle with sleep because I've just got a really positive habit that I've had for my whole life that I kind of took for granted for a really long time, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's step one, create a step, uh, create yourself a routine. Set, uh, step two, I can't get my words out. Mm-hmm. Step one, create yourself a routine. Step two is to set yourself a regular 
sleep time and wake time. And you might be thinking, well, I do that anyway. Like, I tell myself I'm going to go to bed at this time and then I tell myself I'm going to wake up at this time and neither of those things happens. Mm-hmm. And what we believe is that your a lot of people think that the time you go to bed will largely dictate the time that you wake up. It's often the other way around. It's the time that you wake up that will dictate the time you go to bed. So if you're able to, and we'll give you a couple of little tips on how to actually get out of bed um, in a second, but if you're able to get up just at the same time every single day, what that does is it actually starts what's called sleep pressure. So you start to straight away build that up. Now, of course, let's say, for example, you wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. Your sleep pressure isn't going to be at its absolute maximum and straight away at half past seven, you're going to be then falling back to sleep. But what is happening is it's slowly, slowly building up. So throughout the day, all the different things that you do and all the different tasks and um, activities and your job and the things you do will build up or actually knock down that sleep mm-hmm. pressure. So it'll either make you more tired or less tired. Anyway, by getting and setting that regular get-up time in the morning, that's then going to have an impact on whether you're able to fall asleep at night because there's nothing worse than saying, right, I'm going to go to bed at 9 and then being laid there till 10, 11, 12, which is why it's really important to have that routine to wind yourself down. But it's just as important, if not more important for some people, to have a wake-up time that stays the exact same every single day. And if that stays the same every single day, I guarantee after two, three, four days, going to sleep at night will become easier. And as you probably can imagine, because you're now getting to sleep easier, you're then having a better night's sleep and then you're finding waking up a little bit easier. But there are a couple of ways we can do that, aren't there? Yeah, and I think the the thing that like Phil's just touched on there is that I think often we're like, oh, I couldn't get to sleep last night, so I'll just push my get-up time as long as I can and keep snoozing and snoozing and snoozing. Mm-hmm. But the the problem with that is we end up in this vicious cycle of well, we're snoozing our alarm we're feeling like we failed in the morning we're on the last minute so we end up rushing around all day and we're still probably tired because we we still had to get up and actually if we can just start on that positive mindset yes we might be tired for a few days whilst our bodies are adjusting back to it but if we know we're going to be tired we can put things in place to manage that so basically now we're going to talk about ways to get yourself up out of bed at that time because we know it's difficult especially in January it's really really hard getting yourself up out of bed when it's dark it's cold so a bonus tip that we've not written down but I think put the timer on the heating yeah timer on the heating I know that is seems so obvious but if you wake up and it's cold it's so much harder to get out of your own bed Mm. like so much harder and we accidentally turned ours off, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And that morning, I think, because we snoozed for like an hour or something ridiculous, because we just didn't want to get out of bed. Don't but like, to do that. No, horrible. but if it's warm when you're getting out of bed, it's easier. And we're basically trying to remove as many barriers as we can. The second thing in, in terms of this one is, yeah, it's cold. It's also dark. Best investment we've ever made is a Lumi alarm clock, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what one is you uh, set it to come on either 30 minutes or 20 minutes beforehand and it starts off as like a red light and gets brighter and brighter and brighter over 20 minutes so what it's doing is it's gradually waking like you up like the sunrise basically yeah basically so that actually when you do wake up the room is lit so essentially your lights on <laughs> sorry it's just that lit is now means lit. something completely different like the room is lit like it's just going absolutely mad there's just mayhem and chaos around it's absolutely lit in here uh, um, but no, no but that's it is, an incredible way of yeah things, it really it? is because if you wake up and it's warm when you get out of bed and the light's already on it's so much easier to get up out of that bed <laughs> but quick side note because it's also so easy to turn it off what can we do then what 
literally the next point on the agenda. All right. <laughs> tell you what, I'll just answer my own question. Move your alarm away from your bed because turning your alarm off is far too easy, isn't it, Jen? I didn't know. What you meant. I thought you were talking isn't about it, Jen? Eh? Yeah, snoozing is dead easy, isn't it? Tell you what, when we start getting guests on this, this is going to be good, isn't it? I'll ask you a question, you go, I've no idea, I've no idea what you're on about. Just says, just stir on this. Alarm away from bed, we made a note, remember? Alarm away from bed. <laughs> yeah, no, put, <laughs> and put the um, alarm clock or your phone, if you're using your phone as your alarm, put it away from your bed. <gasps> Such a good idea! <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? It's brilliant. It's a game changer. Oh, the reason being is because then you physically have to get out of bed to switch it off. Mm-hmm. And oh, sorry. That then gives us another issue, doesn't it? Get out your bed. You get, get out your bed. Yeah. But Jen did say to me the other day. I was like, right, we need to move the Lumi alarm because you just keep turning it off, and it's on Jen's side, and she refuses to put it on my side. So she's I like, do not. There's no plug socket on your side. That's why there's a light there that's not plugged in. Get an extension cable in. Yeah, that's just for sure. That just looks good. Um, so, if like for example, I said to Jen, right, we need to move the Lumi alarm clock, put it onto. I didn't want it on my side. I was like, get the friction away from me as well. Let's put it on the um, dressing table across from us, so we have to get out of bed. And she was like, yeah, but thing is, I'll probably just fall back to sleep. Like I have going done off. that. I have. However, we've got the benefit of the room's going to be bright, so it'll be a little bit more difficult to no, do that no, whilst I've, it's going I off. I could do that. Well, it's. It's pointless you saying that because that just destroys the last five minutes of the episode. We've told people, get a Lumi alarm clock, put it across from the room and Jen's going, yeah, it don't work. <laughs> don't work no. that though. doesn't work. That was because of my mindset though. Right. It anyway. was, honestly, no, it was. It was because of my mindset in it around kind of mornings and the fact that I was someone who needed a lot of sleep and that if I got up and I was still feeling tired, like I used to, I went through a spell, didn't I, where every morning I'd wake up and I'd be like, I feel ill, Phil. Mm, yeah, feel I used to do in my head. I oh, feel so ill. You don't. You've just woke up. You're fine. Like, you're just a bit tired. You just slept for eight hours. Oh, no, I'm, I'm ill. I feel sick. I'm not getting out of bed. You're literally fine. Get out of bed. That was really bad, wasn't it? For me, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but one incredible way of getting yourself out of bed, and this one, I'll be honest, I like more than the rest because I think a lot of the time when we give advice, when we give tips, when we give strategies and tools and things like that, they all work, but they all just have an impact. I think this is the one that we should all take on board and we should all do. And it's mm-hmm. the five-second rule. And it's not when you drop your food, you've got five seconds to pick it up before you can eat it again. <laughs> That's a different five-second rule. Well, it depends rule. where you're from because in some areas, 10-second ten ten rule. rule. Depends how dirty the floor is. I said, no, I said 10-second rule to someone once and they were like absolutely horrified because where they were from, it was only a three-second rule. And I was oh, like, right, yeah, oh. because during that seven <laughs> seconds between three and 10, that's where all the bad stuff happens. Madness. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some people who have the zero second rule. Drop your food, put it in the bin, stop being disgusting. Um, I think it helps as I think it allows us to build up the bacteria with inside of our bodies to uh, create antibodies to. I think that's why things. I've got a really good immune system. Because you eat food off never the floor. get ill. <laughs> so, <laughs> I eat all my meals off the floor. <laughs> so set yourself a routine uh, regular wake up and sleep time, loomy alarm clock, alarm away from the bed. Eat food off the floor. Yeah, I wonder what you were doing. And I was See like, you've got to tell me about the five-second rule, yeah. So the, five, the actual five-second rule is <laughs> a way to... You all right, Jen? You want a little giggle there? Yeah, I just didn't understand what you were doing. And I found it funny. Yeah. Fantastic. 
Like the five second rule is really simple. You count down from five to one, but you get up on one. Now there's actually two ways of doing it. Yeah. There is option A where you lie in bed and you go five, four, three, two, one, but you make an agreement with yourself that when you say one, you're getting you up. Can't do it you're, as li- well. you're getting up, you're getting out of bed. And it actually works really well because quite often the reason that we can't get up is because we're having an argument in our head. Mm. But if you're going five, four, three, two, one, it's impossible to say that and have an argument at the same time. Yeah. So it's almost like, like pause, isn't it? Like, right, I'm getting up. The second way of doing it, sorry. And go you've on. got I was gonna say you've got to do this before that argument starts. So literally like mm. as soon as you wake up, you've got to start that countdown before you start because naturally our bodies try and convince us, like they create a really solid argument about how we stay in I'm that not bed. Feeling well. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's option A. Option B, which I've never tried, but sound I don't think I've tried it anyway. Do you know what? I think cool. we heard about the five second rule and read into it and then actually read how it was done properly and it, and it was I like don't this. no, I'm not gonna use the word properly though. Mm, okay, yeah, fair enough. Because option A works perfectly every single morning. No, you're right. Option B is every second you do something different. So when you say five, you take the cover off. When you say four, you sit up. When you say three, legs. you bring your legs round. When you say two, you um put your feet on the floor, and when you say one, you stand up. You're out of bed then. And it's almost that kind of like five-step approach. Mm-hmm. See, I think that should have a different name. I think it should be the five-step approach. But either way, the goal of it is to get rid of the arguing time. It's to stop you from convincing yourself that you shouldn't get out of bed and that you should stay where you are because it's nice and warm and it's nice and comfortable. There's actually a whole book on it. It's by Mel Robbins. Mm-hmm. She's also been on Stephen Bell's podcast and the High Performance podcast. And she speaks about it both on there. And she's really, really interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find the best about this is the fact that she... 13 years after creating this, she still uses it every single morning. But you know what? That's the big mistake everybody makes. We all think that there's a there's a solution. A it's not a solution. It's not a fix. Something's it's a just strategy. dead <laughs> It's a strategy to use. So like every morning you use it, people are, how long do I need to do it for? The rest of your life. Like every morning. But just think how much time you're getting back. Think how much more energy you're going to have. Think how many more things you can do. Think how, much, how many more times you're going to be sat there going, oh... Not got time to do that. You have because you got yourself up and out of bed instead of waiting an extra 30 minutes or an extra hour. And now you feel better because you've slept properly and because you've got up when you wanted to get up and you're going to have a better day and a happier life. So that one tiny little hard thing is going to have such a big, huge impact on your life. Can I just say as well that please don't think just because me and Phil are sat here preaching this that like we're absolutely perfect and we do this every morning. Like the last two weeks have been absolutely horrific. Mm. Like It's been difficult, hasn't it? We've basically... We are practicing what we preach in the sense that we didn't try and do everything at once. So week one, back after Christmas, I think we were just focusing on trying to kind of get ourselves closer to our normal sleeping routine, weren't we? Mm -hmm. And then week two, we noticed we were going to bed potentially a little bit later. We were still getting up, weren't we? But we were kind of starting that relaxing routine a little bit later. So we weren't giving ourselves our bodies time to wind down. So this week we've been focused on trying to get in bed a little bit earlier so we've got a little bit more wind down time so obviously we've got the loomy alarm we talked about moving that across the room because we're struggling with snoozing like i think it's okay to recognize that like this doesn't all have to happen at once in order for it to be successful just pick one action that first and then build on it either day to day or week to week like we've been doing i like week to week because i think sometimes when you try to do day to day you put pressure on yourself to work tonight like it has to work tonight this has to be perfect whereas if you say week to week you give yourself a few days to kind of build on something and be like Mm -hmm. right this week my only focus is going to be my evening routine 
And once that's feeling in a good place, mm-hmm. then what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on putting my Oops. alarm across the room or something like that. And then the week after that, I'm going to make sure that my laptop's on mute so that it doesn't interrupt the podcast. See, we've done something to make ourselves look more professional, but we we can't quite tick all the boxes. Oh, we're never going to be perfect. Let's just get it. <laughs> but no, that's the bit. That is honestly, you've got loads of strategies there, and I know it can be overwhelming. But as Jen was just saying, the big thing now is do not try to do it all at once. You don't have to. You don't need to. And you know what? It'll probably make it harder, and you'll probably have a worse night's sleep. So just pick one and get that done. You gonna put me on the spot? Yeah, so we're mixing it up, aren't we? Because we realised that we're giving you a list of jobs that was like 10 pages long. Mm. So we, we want thought... you to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, <laughs> leave a review of the podcast, send it to a pal, put it on your story, <laughs> and then once you've done all that, then send us a question in and we want to take a little bit of pressure off you. Yeah, we just want you to like like it and share it and mm. review us and stuff. Like, and just, enjoy it. Just, we'll just give you that one job. Come and we ride. will take on the role and responsibility of doing on the spot. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm going to ask Phil the on-the-spot question this week. Put me on the spot, JK. Ready? No. Okay. What was the worst part about proposing to me? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question, right? It's an impossible answer because everything about it was beautiful. <laughs> um, the worst part was when I asked you and you told me to shut up. <laughs> told me that it wasn't funny and that I should stop lying. That wasn't nice. <laughs> oh, hi, dear. Um, that's so true as well. I was like, no, stop it. Stop it, shut stop. up. No, that's not no real. Way. No way, no. You, that's not it. a funny thing to joke about, I think yeah. is what I said. Yeah. And then Phil's face didn't change and I was like, oh my goodness, are you being serious? Mm. You're actually being serious? And then I started crying, didn't I? You did. Um... Yeah, that I imagine that wasn't the reception you were kind of imagining. You were just stood no, there in a box at I'll that point. No, I'll be honest, it wasn't far off what I was expecting. <laughs> Do you know what? It was genuinely, I think the worst thing for me isn't the actual proposal itself. It was like, and actually the worst is the wrong word to use. I would never describe it like this, but it was working out like how I was going to do it, when I was going to do it, what it was going to, and I was like trying to work out all these fancy different ways. And I was like, do you know what? That's not what Jen wants me to do anyway. So I was like, right, I basically need to go and do what Jen wants me to do, which is keep it relaxed, just us two, not in public, not with friends and family there, no big event. Definitely not in a restaurant. Like, nothing that was going to be... I was like, this is what needs to happen. I just wanted to be caught off guard, didn't I? And I suppose all that stuff, I would have seen it coming. Yeah, like, if, if we'd have been away and I'd have been nervous all day. Yeah. Like That's that why I did it been... first thing in the morning, isn't it? Yeah. Funny story, so I'll just give you a background information because everyone loves a proposal story, don't they? Um, well, let's hope so, because you've told it twice already on this <laughs> No, episode. I've not told the build-up for it. So... Um, Should have done an episode on this last week. <laughs> when... Um, when it was the day before wasn't it because it was our anniversary on the saturday uh we don't always get each other something because it's so close to christmas and it's an anniversary so we're not like hugely like fussed about it but um phil was like oh have you got me anything for our anniversary on the friday and i was like do you know what i actually have like i saw something on instagram and i bought it ages ago and i forgot about it and he's like oh no i better go and get you something he was like oh, i can pick your christmas present up while i'm there so he went into wigan on the friday Literally, I, I was so in the zone with work that I didn't realise how long he'd been. Turns out he'd been like four hours. I had no idea. He could have got away with that big time because I had no idea it had been so long. And he came back and said, like, oh, they're making you queue for the shops. Like, traffic was awful. I can't believe how long it's taken me. And I was like, oh my goodness, what? Because of COVID? We are going backwards. This is ridiculous. As <laughs> if you were having to queue for the shops because it was that busy. Totally believed him. And then um, in the morning, I was like, oh... 
um, can I give you my present now? And he's like, oh, let me give you mine first, which is when he appeared with the box and I told him to shut up. And then I started crying and then Reggie was licking my face because he thought I was upset. Mm. Um, and then I had to present my awful Oh, gift. your present was fantastic. <laughs> what do you want to tell them what I got you? Yeah, got me a scratch-off, um, what's the word? Like, adventure, adventure date night, yeah. I think they're called. So you're like, you basically scratch it off and it tells you what to go and do and then you take your Polaroid, take a picture and you stick it next to the adventure itself. I think it's a brilliant present. It's great, we've not used it yet. Actually. It's no engagement ring, but it was a decent present. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, worst part was when I said, stop it, you're not real. Yeah, and even that I kind of wanted. Like, I kind of like, was surprised. I'd, honestly, like, I know it's a stupid answer to an on the spot, but I don't think there really was a worse bit. Oh, well, fantastic. that's nice, isn't it? Mm. Oh, well, let's wrap it up there while Phil's still being nice and this doesn't backtrack. Anyway. Do you want to know the real reason we're wrapping up? Because Jen's just heard Reggie bark. <laughs> lying to everyone. I heard him do a little whimper in the background. I was like, yeah, we should probably stop now. So, go and subscribe so you don't miss the new episodes because there's going to be two coming to you each week. We have got eight. Blimming huge guests, We've by the way. We've gone in big for the first one. The first we? one is a massive. Like, it is going to be genuinely sensitive. I'm so excited. Really, really see. excited. So, subscribe so you don't miss that. Give us a little sherry. Give us a little review. And also, whilst we're here, I know we're getting a huge person in first, but if you've got anyone you want us to chat to, oh, let yeah, us know. Oh, yeah, let us know. Right, have a fabulous week, and we'll catch you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye.